Welcome to the Unholy Grail Podcast. Here with me, my co-host, Big Joe. Hey, guys. And I'm Taco. We're here to talk smack and spit facts about our league and anything fantasy football. So I want to start off the show today is remembering the champs of the league. I mean, okay. we're here to talk some smack about our league and, you know, let's not pay, let's pay tribute to the previous kings that have come before. All right. Who, who, who was the first one then? All right. Jay Sachs. Jay Sachs. Year one champ. A person league. It's not really that big of a deal. I, I mean, no, I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. But you know, still the first. The first champion. You know, he got his name on the the grail first. Then comes the commissioner, Mike. Year two. Was that the one? The only one. <laughs> the only, the one. only one. The only one. And I think that was the only time he's actually seen the playoffs since. Really? That's actually that's not true. I think year three where I. Go through him and go take the championship. Oh, gotcha. But he didn't make it any further than, I think, the first round. Oh, okay. Then year four, Ward. Then there was a bit of a dispute there with him for a short period of time after winning the championship for the following year. And uh, brings us to our current reign. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> you know it. Poot. Now, but, uh, I want to talk about the last two years, though. You know... They you face. Really, you really wanna? Yeah, I wanna go a little. Stick the wound in, you know. Okay. You went there both years. Yeah, and I lost both years, and it sucks. Uh, I mean, to go back to back years, and I've done this in other leagues, you know, go back to back years, lose the first year, but I always come back and win it the second year. And this league, I've been into the championships twice now, where it was me and Jay Sachs in year one. And then uh, year three, where I eventually walk away with the title. But how, like, two years now, no title. How did it sucks? I mean, dude, Carson had like three carries, and then goes out and breaks his hip. And uh, all right, that's that's a zero. Joe Mixon was literally up all night, shitting and throwing up, and he was, and he couldn't, he didn't get any sleep, nothing. So basically, none of my team showed up. And um, up in there, it's and, not a fun feeling. And it feeling. cost me. And I, I mean, even Pauls, a couple of people at a Pauls team didn't show up. DeAndre Hopkins had like a had like a two point game. I, I forget exactly who else, what else had, but it was very, very low scoring championship. Yeah, no, it's. But you made it there two years in a row. That's impressive in itself. I got to give yeah. you credit. I mean, to walk away losing ball times. I, I know the burn. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, the burn is real. It's got to be. So I, I can imagine you trying to be the champ this year. You know? Oh yeah, without a doubt, bro. Yeah, but to make it three years in a row, that says something. Yeah, you know, if you make it this year, I, I mean, and not walk away with it, uh, I'll probably just quit. And then, <laughs> just in know, general, I would just pack and the thing, kinda, you know, like yeah, I'm just gonna quit. You but know, now I'm in another league. John went out and uh, made a league and. Like he he, nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew the exact draft time. It was like a whole, it was like a whole clusterfuck of just, I don't know, nonsense. Seems like I dodged. It seems like I dodged a bullet. It might have. He was changing rules like five minutes before the draft. Nobody knew the draft order. It was just chaos. But it was it was pretty good. Um, uh, Cousin Mitchell was able to get Adrian Peterson in, not in both leagues, so I just want to just shout out to that. Just loves, yeah, loves Peterson. Uh, I noticed that um, that was a good pickup, and um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's really all I gotta say about that. So, like, I'm. Well, talking about drafts. You know, talking about drafts, mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about the rookies in this draft. You know, okay. I think it's perfect. You know, we're drafting, you know, they just got drafted. And I think there's, you know, there's some rookies that are worth mentioning. You know, they, they're... Uh, there's plenty of rookies worth mentioning. It's a very skilled class. Like, let's just talk about C.D. Lamb, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, played in Oklahoma. You know, in his career there, 62 receptions... No, I apologize. More than 62 receptions. His last year was 62 receptions with 1,300 yards and 14 touchdowns. I mean, kid's phenomenal. I mean, the year before, 11 touchdowns, and his freshman year, 7 touchdowns. How you many yards? So, uh, junior year was 13. See, uh, sophomore year, 1,100. And his freshman year, 800. Now, 800 that's for a, a freshman, yeah, that's still a nice, start, yeah. a nice start. And, I mean, he landed on the Dallas Cowboys with Dak as his quarterback. Yeah. I now, mean, there's a lot of, you know, talent on that team. There's plenty of talent on that You know, team. I mean, he's – Dak only threw for 23 touchdowns last year and four interceptions. So, yeah, I like the guy who throws for 23 touchdowns. But you also have Amari Cooper and Gallup. <laughs> And Blake Jarvin to contend with now. Yeah, but Russell Cobb's out of there. So all those big, those 80 big hit targets, they're going right Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying, you know, but there, no, are, just saying. Yeah. there is a lot of, but I think he is a, he's going to be the next Des Bryant out of there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's got a lot of talent. I don't, I think Amari Cooper's great. I just think this kid is to be reckoned with. Oh, he's definitely a playmaker. So the next wide receiver that I like to talk about out of the rookie class is Jerry Judy on Denver. Now, he's sitting number two on their depth chart starting, which is pretty impressive for the rookie. You know, I mean, we just talked about CeeDee Lamb and his yardage and all that stuff. He's sitting number three on that, that depth chart. Judy's sitting number two. Now, I know he's got Drew Locke throwing him the ball with, Seven touchdowns. I still don't trust Drew Lock. It was only on a few games. That he, that Seven he touchdowns, three interceptions in those few games. He's got a lot to prove, which could give some Judy some upside because he, he definitely has upside. Because definitely. Def, you know, Drew Lock has something to prove here. You know, Denver starting him as their quarterback. They're saying he's the guy. Yeah, they're building a team around him. They they like him. They see something in him. I mean, Judy played in Bama. You know, his junior year, he's got. 77 receptions, 1,100 yards, and 10 touchdowns. You know, his sophomore year was a little bit more productive with 1,300 yards and 14 touchdowns, which is pretty impressive. But Denver is a weary place for me. And I said, like, you know, I do believe in Drew Locke has a lot to prove. He's got Sutton on one side of him, Noah Font. You know, Melvin Gordon's there. You know, they brought him over there to give him the ball. They're yeah. not, you know, they're not. So, how much of the pass game are they going to rely on? I'm yeah, not sure. I think his his real ceiling will be if somebody gets hurt or something like that, or if it's just a talent that can emerge. But I don't really see that happening. I don't see Drew Locke supporting four or five fantasy options. I just, I don't, I don't have that much faith in the guy. Hey, we don't know. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, I don't know. My opinion can change on it, but right now, I, I no. I see what you say. Last year, he didn't yeah. show a lot, but I mean, there is a pulse. If at seven touchdowns and three, only three interceptions, 
I mean, if you play the full season, you know, we can, let's say, double that. You know, well, I don't know. Just, we'll see. Um, the next big wide receiver out of the draft is uh, Jalen Rieger. You know, he got drafted to Philly. You know, played for Texas uh, Christian out of the Big 12 his junior year. 43 receptions, only 611 yards. But his uh, sophomore year, 72 receptions and 1,000 yards. Well, 1,061. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he had nine touchdowns his sophomore year, five touchdowns in his his uh, junior year. You know, and if Wentz is healthy, that place is a dangerous place to be. You know, he can sling the ball. A lot of wide receivers come out, you know, fantasy strong there. Yeah, I mean, the they're going to make a role for him. And I think that he has the clearest avenue out of the three of them that we talked about to return some fantasy value for you. I think he landed in the best spot out of, the, out of these three guys right now. Yeah, I just think Wentz loves throwing the ball, and oh yeah, I, he's he's going to be a big target. And I mean, with Alshon Jeffrey on the pup, Dallas Goddard has a fractured thumb. We're not really sure about the timelines for either of these guys. And Djax is thirty four, and just I can't really seem to stay healthy. When he's on the field, he's a factor. But I mean, who knows what's going to happen after after week one or two? I think uh, Alshon Jeffrey was a was a great steal. And um, he's going. For, he's going pretty late in drafts. Yeah, no, uh, and you know the last name I want to bring up on the wide receiver class is Henry Ruggs. He's in Vegas now. He's got Derek Carr with twenty-one touchdowns and eight interceptions. He's got something to prove. Mar- Marcus Mariota waiting to in the wings to steal his job. And Henry Ruggs is a deep threat. I mean, he's got in his junior year. He's 40 receptions with 746 yards, seven touchdowns. His sophomore year, 46 receptions and 741 yards with 11 touchdowns. I mean, he's a great piece to be added on the Raiders team right now. I mean, his greatest uh, skill is he runs a 4-2-7. I mean, he's fast. This guy is fast. And I just don't know if, like, again, like a Drew Locke, I don't know if Derek Carr can support all these, all these fantasy options. I mean, they, they, you want to get, they want to get 70 to 90 t- uh, catches for Josh Jacobs. They want they got this guy, Brian Edwards, coming. That's coming. That's another rookie. They got Henry Ruggs. They got Hunter Renfro that they got to feed. I, I hate that term to waiting mouse to feed, but I... I mean, you, and there's Williams there too, Terrell Williams, but he's injured. You know, I don't see him playing at 100%. If he, He's saying he's going to play through it. Yeah. You know, his foot injury, which is a torn labium, I think they have was, mm-hmm. exactly was. And the problem with that is that's a really painful injury. Okay. You know, most players go under the knife for that injury. And I he's going to play through it. That's his thoughts. So I think Henry Ruggs is a sustainable option because of that. Okay. No. Like if he if he if he takes off and he connects with Carr, he's a smash hit and he's gonna he's gonna do something. No, so um, or if not, there's there's another fifty guys on that team that are <laughs> waiting to uh, to jump in there. I mean, they have like, I forgive me if I'm wrong. I think like three. They they just acquire like two or three pass catching backs. Yeah. To back up Josh, I don't I don't get what they're doing over there. I don't, I don't get it. Gruden is building his army. 
That's all he's doing. Like, that's, yeah. that's what he's doing. He's building an army. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're going to raid Vegas. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's about time Vegas has a team. They oh, make, great they state make, place they, to be. Yeah, they, they make all, they make every, they're so involved with sports and everything. It's just. Yeah, no, it, it, going to Vegas and making, going to a football game with your home team there, it's going to be a show. Yeah. You know, it's like going to see, uh, you know, the Blue Man Group. It's going to be a thing. You know, you're just going to have to do it. You know, you're there in Vegas. You're going to go oh, see your yeah, team. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think that's it on the wide receivers on this draft class that we, you know, there's a, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of good ones out of the mm-hmm. class. But I think these are the four worth mentioning right now. All right, so I'm going to take over, and we're going to talk about some running backs. Uh, my favorite, my first-round pick, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, this guy, he should stop at the gas station every night and pick up a lottery ticket for, for everything. This guy landed in LSU with the most prolific offense. They did, they did so much last year. He got 1,414 yards on 215 rush attempts, 16 touchdowns, 55 receptions, and another 453 yards. He's projected uh, to be the most productive rookie this year. I mean, if you look at the betting sites, he's the, the you know he's the favorite. He has top three upside, and I would not be surprised. He's getting rookie of the year. I would, the, that's, the the thought. Thought. that's the thought. I would not be surprised if we saw next year it was Saquon, CMC, and then Clyde Edwards to lay right there at three. Yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, who doesn't love young talent? Yeah, especially at the running back position, that's what all these teams are doing. They're getting them on these cheap contracts. They're running them. They're running them into the ground. Right, and I mean, and that's it. This is the time. The running back, it's they can get right into the NFL and get right to work. They don't have the success of route trees to learn. They, they they just get right in. It's kind of plug and play for them. Feed him the ball. Just give him the ball. Right. Just give him the ball. And then now now he's in Kansas City. Like I said, this guy needs to buy lottery tickets every day of his life. And well, let's talk about Kansas City real quick. I mean, he's got so many weapons there that's going to make him successful. Because, oh. like, you know, they're not going to load the box up to hit him. I mean, they're going yeah. to at times, but not not no, every they got, play. They got, Tyree, they, they got Hill. They, they got, got Hill. Kelsey to contend with. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Kelsey, um, and Patrick Mahomes. He's a speed guy, too. You know? If he gets a lane, he's going to take it. I think this kid is set up for success here. Oh, without a doubt. I think he's going to have a Kareem Hunt-type rookie season and just, top. like I said, top three, top five upside, definitely. That's why I took him my first round, both leagues. Smart. Right, well, wait, we'll see. He's, he's yeah. still a rookie. As if, of now. If he I mean, let's see if he doesn't get benched, and this wasn't a big mistake of mine. All right, anyway, moving <laughs> on to, to Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. He is probably, in my opinion, the most talented of the rookie class. Uh, I think that if he would have landed in, in the Kansas City, he would have been an even better smash pick for him. But anyway, coming out of Wisconsin, the guy had 320 rush attempts. This guy's like a, like a college... De- de- How many yards, though? 2,000 yards. So we call him 2K. Yeah, and another, another 26 receptions, not that much. With uh, 252 yards. But More than Derrick Henry, though. More two, than Derrick Henry's 18 receptions two, last year. K, okay? 2,000 yards, You yeah. know, NFL, there's NFL studs that don't even do that, okay? So no. I think that's amazing and stuff. Receiving yards, that guy doesn't need to catch the ball. No, I mean, Let that man run. No. 
Let him no, run. They're gonna they're gonna run him into the ground, and he has been having a little bit of fumbling issues in camp. But he's a rookie. Who knows? I, I got a lot of faith in him. I, I own some of them. Next play I want to talk about is uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, DeAndre Swift landed on the Lions. Yeah, he's landed on the Lions. He's coming out of Georgia. He's Running got, behind uh, on Johnson. It's a 1A, 1B situation there, I heard. you know. Yeah, that's what they say until uh, I, I feel like DeAndre Swift is just going to run him over and take that job from him. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, he's definitely going to be, you know, a run-through player like what was his stats he did two two thousand yards or something like no, that no that was that was that was taylor he had um he's got 12 12 over 1200 yards seven touchdowns another 24 receptions another 216 through the air right, this kid is he's an all-around back he's not a power back but he's he, what they're saying what the, the reports from camp were before he before he was sidelined with a little bit of a leg injury was that uh his real talent was pass catching which equals fancy gold. No. A pass no. catching back. Right, he hasn't practiced in nine days since we're recording this podcast, and it's a little worrisome, but I, I got faith in him. He's a young guy. I think he'll uh, adjust well. I think that wraps up for the the rookies, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what we'll talk about with the rookies. So, a little news around the league real quick. Um, the Miami Dolphins are trading a running back, uh, Kalen Bullock. Bilage to the New York Jets for a conditional late-round draft pick, according to the NFL Network. And then uh, also, the Carolina Panthers are signing a former XFL wide receiver, Cam Phillips. Now, a little bit about Phillips in the XFL. He had 44 targets, caught 31 of them for 450 yards, 455 yards, and nine touchdowns, and only playing five games. And me add to that was he was on an undefeated team in the XFL. Really? Yeah, they won all their games, all five games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, before uh, they were taken out. And uh, this is a little uh, helpful hint for somebody out there. Uh, Stephen Hoshka was dropped from the Bills today. Oh, really? Yeah. I would take him off my team if I if I was that person. I would too, but you know, until he lands a home, phenomenal kicker, but he needs to find a home for for a bench spot, in my yeah, opinion. Definitely. And then, since um, the Jets don't know what they're doing anymore, and they need more wide receiver talent, they uh they have Dante Moncrief, the wide receiver free agent who played on the Colts uh, last year. Oh, that's, that's gross. I know. And, and trying out for them. And Adam Gase has come out and he said that he hasn't seen Frank Gore like this even from years ago. He said he's a young man. He sounds like he's in love. And uh, and just if anyone's unclear, I hate Adam Gase. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Jet fan, and it's sometimes I'm, a bit hard built as well. Sorry to hear that. I I start off telling everybody I'm a miserable one. Yeah, just, of I take the wind out of people's sails before they can start busting my <laughs> balls. You know, I'm a miserable Jet fan. I'll start there. It's been a long time since we even saw a uh, playoff run. So, moving on about the news, let's go to injuries a little bit. David Montgomery, the running back on Chicago, he's out for two to four two weeks. To four weeks yep. Mike Williams on the Chargers, he's also out for two to four weeks. And then Paris Campbell uh, has entered the concussion protocol. That's at the end of the world, but this is something to keep an eye on. Well, that well, I, I looked into that. That also was he got into a car accident. And there was pictures of the car, and it looked like a complete, like, devastated. And then 
he's in concussion protocol because he hit his head. But they came out and said there's nothing wrong with him. He's just no, as I said, it's just, a, it's just something to keep an eye on. You know, player safeties. Yeah. Um, this this I gotta clear clear the air real quick. There's been something bothering me. Handcuffs. Handcuffs. Oh, okay. And uh, I want to paint a picture. Sure. So I want you to picture a ten man league. Mm-hmm. And you you know that the wealth of starters are available. Yeah. You know, and I understand the value of a handcuff. Like, you know, you get a, a handcuff because you're worried about your one player. And the whole purpose of a handcuff is that they're on the same team. But when you go out and draft not one, not two, not three in a 10-man league, I'm sorry. You that know, is a waste of a bench spot. The three was a little aggressive. I, I get the tactic that he was trying to do. He was trying to he's buying lottery tickets with that. So what he's thinking is maybe somebody holds like, out. I understand, but the, the, the who knows? So one, you you buy one lottery ticket. You don't you don't blow your whole bench spot when other players are getting taken right in front of you. Yeah, it was a little aggressive. And I'll paint another picture: a fourteen man league or a twelve man league where it's a little more thinner. Okay, so I can understand the reach there. You get the, you know the, the the wealth isn't gone because now you're contending with an extra two to four teams. You know the it runs thin, so handcuffs do make sense. Yeah. But in an eight and ten man league, and I I, I even question the twelve man league because if you drift three of them, you you're hurting your bench. Yeah, uh, see, he on his team he had Miles Sanders, so I get the Boston Scott handcuff, Dalvin Cook. He is a fragile player, and he also... Well, Again, I understand all the reason for the handcuff. Yeah, but I'm he, not... also, he also could be hold, he could hold out. Now, the way the new contract works with all this stuff is is that they get fined 50 grand a day during camp. Joe, so I understand the camp, whole handcuff. I understand the reason to have him on your team, and I get that. But three in a 10-man league is... It's the Tony it's, Pollard. It's, I didn't understand, but Madison he could uh, he could have something there. Yeah, but three handcuffs. I'm sorry, there's a waste of a spot. And you know, I'm not gonna say who, but I'm just saying you know handcuffs are are reasonable. One, in my opinion, two tops, but three, you're just wasting your team away because God forbid a bye week comes along and you don't have anybody. Yeah, I see. I, I picked up Chase Edmonds in both of the leagues because I believe that he has standalone value. I think they're going to see it. And it's going to be probably, if it's not a 1A, 1B, depending on what's going on with Kenyon Drake's foot, they're being a little shady. They're not outright coming and saying this. He's in a boot. Nothing really. It doesn't really make sense. It just kind of seems a little shady. So if if he gets a chance, he's going to ball out. And I, I definitely would love to saw him in week one. No, I hear you. You know, but enough said about handcuffs. Yeah. Some fun things going around the league, you know. We, we brought up earlier before that you're you were in the championship game back to back years, and and yep. this is this is a rematch week one. Uh, brother against brother, I'm calling it the brother ball. And there's a couple of brothers in this league, so every time they we we face each other, uh, it's gonna be a brother ball. Yeah, you know, I'm definitely. gonna I'm gonna call it that from now on, the BB. Hmm. You know, and this is a BB rematch. You know, what I it mean, is. like this is. You lost to him in the championship. His team's got filled with handcuffs. I think you're you're going to be all right. Um, 
And then week two, I can't wait to face him personally. That's just me. I just uh, – he's not going to be at his best then either because all those handcuffs. Um, and then another thing to look forward to, week three's matchup. Now, our guests today are Andrew and Ann, and they got naming rights for each, oh, other's, yep. each other's team. Now, right now, Andrew's favorite to lose, and Ann's and Ward are favorite to win. Yeah. I can't wait to hear their thoughts. And we need to get those right now. And we got a caller. We got Andrew, or a.k.a. Cousin Mitchell. How's it going, guys? Hey, welcome to the show today. How are you doing? Honored to be here. Honored to be here. So, team name, Baby Chark. Hate it. Um, I just want to let it be known, and you know it, buddy. I know know you hate it, but, you know, I got to go with my keeper for now, DJ Chark, you know. Baby truck, do 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 do. Uh, big shout out for doing the stickers. Thank you. Oh, you know, I, I, it was it was right. It was the right thing to do after the awful season that I had last year. Yeah, let's yeah, hope you not. You deserve it. Let's not hope uh, it repeats. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's not, but uh, Yahoo's saying otherwise. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your first three picks. Let's just talk about them real quick. Derrick Henry, Kittle, and Evans, which you know are are great players. But then after that, you just fall off and you just start reaching for straws, you know, grasping for any, you know, life. Whatever, whoever you, whatever name you recognize, you were like, oh, that guy should be on my team. That's honestly, um, I wasn't able to download an app like the rest of you were. So I was picking off the stickers. So that's basically how I went about the draft. I'm, I'm gonna, not going to lie to you. I'm going to say this now. And if you play a victim, you will become a victim, right? You know, that's a a firm belief of mine. And you're already laying down saying, oh, I don't have an app. What is that? Well, I mean, you could have downloaded it prior to the draft. I tried. tried. The Google Pay just was not working. No, I meant, like, not the day of. Like, you know, like like a week before. I I tried two days before as well. It didn't work. Most most people are, you know, well-prepared weeks before their draft. You know, mock draft a couple times. uh, I'm not a big big mock draft guy. I'm not going to lie to you. It shows. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. But now, with the team that you drafted, you you have a, a bet out there right now in this league where the naming rights for your team and for... Ant's team, where you win, you get to name his team. He wins, he gets to name your team. And, you know, you're favored to lose that game by 36 points as of now. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret that we just reported on. Stephen Hoshko was dropped from the Bills, who was your kicker. What are you talking about? He just got dropped. He got released uh, <laughs> yesterday, actually, last night. You're joking, right? No. So you may want to go fix that. That's a little tip here from uh, us at the uh, Unholy Grail podcast. God damn it. Okay. Well, uh, definitely going to be fixing that after this. Um, so what What are your thoughts about your big matchup? Uh, the big matchup. Let me see. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be closer than uh, what the predictions say. <laughs> As we know, the predictions are never right. No, they're so, never right. But um, I mean, Jeffrey doesn't wrong. help either. Don't get me wrong. You know, having two people draft one team is usually uh, very helpful. So. Oh, wow. Taking shots. Okay. I see that. 
And uh, I think if my uh, my rookie wide receivers do what I hope they're going to do, it'll be uh, it'll be a lot closer than what people think. Okay. So I mean, this we'll is. See if they're up to speed by week three. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope the best for you. I mean, like you, you're, you know, your cousin Mitchell, and that, that's that's my dynasty. You know, you are the definition of the underdog right now. Hey, I'm, the, I'm the underdog for the last two seasons. It yeah. seems like. You know what was that movie where like you're, you're the redheaded stepchild? Like you, you know, <laughs> of, of you know, th- there's two family members in this league with rings, and. You don't have one. Definitely not pulling my weight. I can see that. I mean, more families are getting their names on this trophy every year. And yeah. we, we could have closed out the dynasty, you know, one of these times. Coulda, shoulda, wish I coulda. <laughs> and listen, when you come up against Paul, the, the bounty's good then too. So, you know, hope you win then as well. Oh yeah, dive into that a little bit. What's your um, what's your bounty on, on Paul? So anybody who beats Paul is a night out on me. You know we're gonna okay. we're gonna go out, have some drinks, watch the football, and enjoy a victory, and watching the former king cry. Nice. Like okay. you know we'll be drinking his tears. <laughs> we'll be drinking okay. that. Okay. You know that. Um, I don't even. I'm not even playing Paul. I'm for the record. I'm projected to beat Paul. In the eighth week, but he's got a. Hey, listen, the bounty's all season long. It's uh, a bounty, bounty, <laughs> bounty long. All right, I like it. Uh, well, it was a pleasure having you today. It was a pleasure being invited on the show, boys. Uh, again, I hope the best for you this season. Thank you. I, I hope you two the same. Everybody else, not so much. But. Uh... And then uh, we got Joe for you one last time. Before you go, what is your biggest, boldest prediction? Like, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? What, well, like, an, like an upset? An upset? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I say Steven is out in the first round of the playoffs. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll write that down and make sure that we get it in the books. I don't know how that's going to play out for you, but... <laughs> You know, I'm willing to take a bet, but you call me off air and we'll talk then. <laughs> All right. All right. See you later, Andy. Now for our next caller. And here's Anthony. Hey, Anthony. What's going on? How you doing today? Yeah, driving with a fucking kid went, bro. <laughs> that's that's got to be rough. Uh, control all day. So your your team's uh, jonesing, shared by uh, Joe Ward, and. Yep. Let's talk about your uh, first three picks. Uh, so, no, number one, Kamara, right? Kamara, Chubb, and Connor. And you know what? Solid first two, in my opinion. Third one, I'm not a I huge Connor fan. Listen, everyone's been giving me crap about the Connor pick. But you know what? The first pick, Kamara, I had Cook already. I, I don't know if I could do another injury, especially with playoffs and being injuries. It, it's just horrible. Oh. Wait, you're concerned about injuries? I know, but you do know that you have, I'm sorry, AJ Green and T.Y. Hilton on your team? And Connor. And, and James Connor. Uh, who? And James Connor. Yeah, I know. James Connor is, is the guy. 
It's like my my bye week back up. If he produces, he's coming in. AJ Green's the same thing. So, AJ Green, not my stud wide receiver, but if he goes that bump again, yo, I got another stud. Are you on Twitter? No. So on Twitter on August seventeenth, twenty twenty. Alvin Kamara texted, uh, tweeted, not texted, I'm sorry. Sorry in advance. What do you think that means? Dude, who knows? It could be Neil, it could be whatever it is, all this and stuff. It could be anything in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it as, I'm sorry I'm not going to produce as much. Oh, I don't think that. You can't say that. No matter what. Every running back wants to produce because regardless, if they don't like the team or not, if they don't produce, they're not going nowhere. True. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't think the sorry thing, especially, what are you sorry for? You got Drew Brees back. You got Michael Thomas. What are you sorry for? You're going to wake it up again. You're, gonna, you're, sorry, you're telling sorry to Brady. You're going to knock Brady out. That's what it is. I mean, who knows, who knows what he's sorry for? He could be sitting out. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a contract year for him. Yeah, I mean, if this guy just sits down, it is what it is. That's three days in a row. Let's go. Um, now, talking about your team, how is it sharing a team uh, in this league? I mean, first time, first dress footing, and honestly, it, it was totally fine. We just argued. We both threw points out there. Very easy trade for us. And, I mean, look at it. We got an A minus, so we predicted another one. So, who gets the final say? Like, you know, if you want a player or he wants a player and, you know. Well, we, kind of, well, well, we didn't do it. We, don't, we didn't discuss the way we get, but we kind of went, like, round and round. Like, all right, this is why these are that I want coming up. These are the two that you want in the middle. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? We talked the pros and cons. As you guys are dancing, we're picking up the pros and cons. And we went from there. If it works, it works. You know, there was, there was some that we did on the fly because someone got took right before us, but it is what it is. Right, I mean, every, every draft is, you know, every pick is not guaranteed. No, absolutely. Um, so, now, that all behind us, you have a bet going on with one of the other team owners in this league, you know, Cousin I, Mitchell. I got a couple bets going on. Yeah, but this is the one where really... This is what we're focusing in on, right? All right, now. you know, this is week three matchup because that's coming up sooner than later. Because other bets are a little far out there, you know. You know, we know Paul the degenerate yeah, always. I, I, I can't wait to get to that. That's pretty hard. I can't wait for that one. Wait, what was that? You got cut off coming in. I said, I can't wait to talk about fatheads. Fatheads, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait for that, bro. Yeah, I'm sure that one will be interesting also. Don't worry. We're definitely going to bring that up later in the year because that's, you know, when... That's going to get brought up multiple times a year and it's going to get brought up next year. <laughs> well, Paul likes to put himself out there and put a target on his back with... Um, just... Oh, dude, he put a big bull sign in his back. <laughs> it didn't matter. I mean... You... Wherever you hit, he's getting... Wherever you shoot, he's getting hit this one. You know, there is a bounty out on him. If you take down his team... It's a night out on me. We go out drinking, have a uh, watch some football, and it's all season long. I told Andrew, uh, I said it earlier, but it's all season long. Do not be afraid to take him down. <laughs> oh, we're gonna, we're gonna take him. Everyone's taking him out. Uh, you know, he's the former king. You know, everybody wants a shot at the king. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, it should be interesting when I take him out in week one. 
<laughs> yes, because I mean, I know I was I was thinking about some places that we can go to, but we'll we'll talk about that another time. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> and then he's got me week too, but we'll again, we'll save him for another date. Um, before we cut you loose. No, so what do you want to talk about today or the matchup? What happened? You want to talk about Andrew's bet or the matchup? Uh, both. I mean, the bet, you know, you we'll have... Na- on the bet first. Well, the naming rights, right? Yeah, listen, that bet, I mean, that's the story he told me. There was no way I was not on that bet. Now, we got him on air. Once he... If he loses, he's going to write that story on the, um... The battle for the Unholy Grail Facebook. So, it's yeah. out there for everybody to see. Yeah, I can't, we're, we're I can't wait. Story. There's no way... I am losing that bet. You're favored to win by 36 points right now. <laughs> you have your favorite to win. You're up, uh, you're projected to win 36 points as of right now. He doesn't have a an active kicker on his team. Yeah, because why? Why would you draft a kicker? Like, let's let's draft someone else and throw him off the next day. Pick up a kicker. Well, you know, just like like you, Joe. I understand. It's all right. He's got Stephen Hauschka. He just got dropped yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, and you know, you got, the guy picks up Duke Johnson, makes the bet, and then drops him. Oh. So what? Big deal. He made a stupid bet. He said that, that, no, I don't care what kicker it is. He told me that, that he, that, that kicker, uh, excuse me, I'm talking. He, he, he told me that kicker's going to outproduce Duke Johnson by triple the points. So, Honestly, I 100% agree with him. You think that, hold on, so all's, let me just put it, put it this way. If Duke Johnson puts up 50 points, Justin Tucker, that's who it is, right? Yeah. Then he has to put up 150 points. Justin Tucker can put up 20 points back to back three weeks in a row easy. Okay, that's where it's 60. Okay, and that means you have what? 30 more weeks? Yeah, he can, he can okay, literally. Okay, so Justin Tucker, bro. Guy's the best kicker in the league ever. Ever. Okay. No, but I'm not, I'm not, dis- I'm not disagreeing with, with the talent. I'm just disagreeing with the bet. I don't think he's going to outproduce him. You know, you know, the thing that would have been Before we cut you loose, I want a bold prediction from you from this league. Like, you know, what is something risky, something that you... Something juicy. Something a little juicy that you think is going to happen. What's going to happen? A bold prediction. Player-wise or, like, in the league itself? The league itself, we'll say. The league itself? I think Andrew's going over time to first (laughs) five And I'm not even trying to be funny. The dude's projected to win one game, and it's going to happen at the end when no one cares because they didn't make it in the playoffs. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I that's, really am looking forward to week three now after hearing that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward that, to all the weeks, the, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm really yeah, No, I mean, that, week one, you. Week two, I go after Poot. Week three, the, this bet for naming rights. And I, the week goes on. We'll, we'll you know, fill you in later, but... It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Yep. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Later. 
This has been another episode of the Unholy Grail Podcast. A big shout out to our guests and Mikey for producing. See you next week where we have Vov and Jay Sachs joining us to hear their thoughts on the league. Thanks for listening and remember you can find us on Instagram at UG underscore fantasy and on Facebook at the Battle for the Unholy Grail. Thank you. Thank you.